Good evening, and welcome to the Sleep with Josh podcast. It's the podcast where you sleep with Josh. I am comedian Josh Yang, and every episode, I read various pieces of literature in my trademark monotone voice to help you drift off to sleep. Literature like the dictionary, laws, various manuals, the different terms of services that everyone agrees to but never really reads and other random, boring ideas. Tonight, at the end of a crazy week in the stock market, where meme stocks have taken over the internet and the world financial system. The dramatic, coordinated short squeeze implemented by Redditors from the subreddit Wall Street Bets caused massive spikes in the price of stock in companies like GameStop, AMC, Nokia, Cos, Blackberry, Bed Bath and Beyond, and more. This wild speculation in the stock market made me think of the U.S. Banking Act of 1933, which was enacted in response to the stock market crash of 1929, which started on Black Thursday. This kicked off the Great Depression and forced the government to react. This act includes four provisions which separated commercial and investment banking activity as a way of fighting risky speculation and became referred to more commonly as the Glass-Steagall Act. Named for the two congressional co-sponsors, Senator Carter Glass of Virginia and Henry B. Steagall of Alabama. These provisions were officially repealed in 1999 as commercial and investment banking activity started to grow dramatically. This repeal is argued as being one of the reasons the financial housing crisis of 2008 happened. I will therefore read the four main provisions, or sections, of the Glass-Steagall Act pertaining to the separation of commercial and investment banking. Let's hope this speculation doesn't create a similar crash, but highlights the predatory nature of hedge funds on Wall Street. If you find yourself enjoying this experience, 
please follow this podcast on your podcast player of choice and tell everyone you know that you sleep with Josh. Because at the end of the day, the more people that sleep with Josh, the better. Feel free to also follow me on social media at Josh Yang Comedy. Now sit back, relax, and imagine rocketing to the moon. Because you'll get tired of this podcast. Guaranteed. The United States Banking Act of 1933. Public number 66. 73rd Congress. H.R. 5661. An Act to provide for the safer and more effective use of the assets of banks to regulate interbank control to prevent the undue diversion of funds into speculative operations and for other purposes be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled that the short title of this act shall be the Banking Act of 1933 Section 2 As used in this act and in any provision of law amended by this act Subsection A The terms banks National Bank National Banking Association Member Bank Board District and Reserve Bank shall have the meanings assigned to them in Section 1 of the Federal Reserve Act as amended. Subsection B Except where otherwise specifically provided, the term affiliate shall include any corporation, business trust, association, or other similar organization. Paragraph 1. Of which a member bank, directly or indirectly, owns or controls either a majority of the voting shares or more than 50% of the number of shares voted for the election of its directors, trustees, or other persons exercising similar functions at the preceding election 
or controls in any manner the election of a majority of its directors, trustees, and other persons exercising similar functions. Or paragraph 2, of which control is held directly or indirectly through stock ownership or in any other manner by the shareholders of a member bank who own or control either a majority of the shares of such bank or more than 50% of the number of shares voted for the election of directors of such bank at the preceding election or by trustees for the benefit of the stakeholders of any such bank or paragraph 3 of which a majority of its directors trustees or other persons exercising similar functions are directors of any one member bank. Subsection C The term holding company affiliate shall include any corporation, business trust, association, or other similar organization paragraph 1, which owns or controls, directly or indirectly, either a majority of the shares of capital stock of a member bank, or more than 50% of the number of shares voted for the election of directors of any one bank at the preceding election or controls in any manner the election of a majority of the directors of any one bank, or paragraph 2, for the benefit of whose shareholders or members all or substantially all the capital stock of a member bank is held by trustees. We now move ahead to the first section that legislates a separation of commercial and investment banking with Section 16, Paragraph 7 of Section 5136 of the Revised Statutes as amended under USC Title 12, Section 24, Supposition 6, Title 12, Section 24, is amended to read as follows. Seventh, to exercise by its board of directors or duly authorized officers or agents subject to law all such incidental powers 
as shall be necessary to carry on the business of banking by discounting and negotiating promissory notes, drafts, bills of exchange, and other evidences of debt by receiving deposits, by buying and selling exchange, coin, and bullion, by loaning money on personal security, and by obtaining, issuing, and circulating notes according to the provisions of this title. The business of dealing in investment securities by the association shall be limited to purchasing and selling such securities without recourse solely upon the order and for the account of customers and in no case for its own account and the association shall not underwrite any issue of securities provided that the association may purchase for its own account investment securities under such limitations and restrictions as the comptroller of the currency may by regulation prescribe, but in no event. 1. Shall the total amount of any issue of investment securities of any one obliger or maker purchased after this section as amended takes effect and held by the association for its own account exceed at any time 10 percentum of the total amount of such issue outstanding. But this limitation shall not apply to any such issue the total amount of which does not exceed $100,000 and does not exceed 50% of the capital of the association, nor subsection 2, shall the total amount of the investment securities of any one obliger or maker purchased after this section as amended takes effect and held by the association for its own account exceed at any time 15 percentum of the amount of the capital stock of the association actually paid in and unimpaired and 25 percentum of its unimpaired surplus fund as used in this section, the term investment securities shall mean marketable obligations evidencing indebtedness of any person, co-partnership, association, or corporation in the form of bonds, notes, and or debentures, commonly known as investment securities. Under such further definition of the term investment securities, as may by regulation 
be prescribed by the comptroller of the currency, except as hereinafter provided or otherwise permitted by law. Nothing herein contained shall authorize the purchase by the association of any shares of stock of any corporation. The limitations and restrictions herein contained as to dealing in, underwriting, and purchasing for its own account. Investment securities shall not apply to obligations of the United States or general obligations of any state or of any political subdivision thereof or obligations issued under authority of the Federal Farm Loan Act as amended or issued by the Federal Home Loan Banks or the Homeowners Loan Corporation provided that in carrying on the business commonly known as the safe deposit business, the association shall not invest in the capital stock of a corporation organized under the law of any state to conduct a safe deposit business in an amount in excess of 15% of the capital stock of the association actually paid in and unimpaired, and 15% of its unimpaired surplus. The restrictions of this section as to dealing in investment securities shall take effect one year after the date of the approval of this act. Next section would be section 20. After one year from the date of the enactment of this act, no member bank shall be affiliated in any manner described in Section 2B hereof with any corporation, association, business trust, or other similar organization engaged principally in the issue flotation, underwriting, public sale, or distribution at wholesale or retail, or through syndicate, participation of stocks, bonds, debentures, notes, or other securities. For every violation of this section, the member bank involved shall be subject to a penalty not exceeding $1,000 per day for each day during which such violation continues. Such penalty may be assessed by the Federal Reserve Board in its discretion and, when so assessed, may be collected by the Federal Reserve Bank by suit or otherwise. If any such violation shall continue for six calendar months after the member bank shall have been warned by the Federal Reserve Board 
to discontinue the same. Paragraph A. In the case of a national bank, all the rights, privileges, and franchises granted to it under the National Bank Act may be forfeited in the manner prescribed in Section 2 of the Federal Reserve Act as amended USC Title 12, Sections 141, 222 to 225, 281 to 286, and 502. Or, paragraph B, in the case of a state member bank, all of its rights and privileges of membership in the Federal Reserve System may be forfeited in the manner prescribed in Section 9 of the Federal Reserve Act, as amended, USC Title 12, Sections 321 to 332. Section 21, Paragraph A. After the expiration of one year after the date of enactment of this Act, it shall be unlawful. Subsection 1. For any person, firm, corporation, association, business trust, or other similar organization engaged in the business of issuing, underwriting, selling, or distributing at wholesale or retail or through syndicate participation, stocks, bonds, debentures, notes, or other securities to engage at the same time to any extent whatever in the business of receiving deposits subject to check or to repayment upon presentation of a passbook certificate of deposit or other evidence of debt or upon request of the depositor or subsection 2 for any person firm corporation association business trust or other similar organization other than a financial institution or private banker subject to examination and regulation under state or federal law to engage to any extent whatever in the business of receiving deposits subject to check or to repayment upon presentation of a passbook, certificate of deposit, or other evidence of debt, or upon request of the depositor, unless such person, firm, corporation, association, business trust, or other similar organization, shall submit to periodic examination by the Comptroller of the Currency or by the Federal Reserve Bank of the District and shall make and publish 
periodic reports of its condition. Exhibiting in detail its resources and liabilities. Such examination and reports to be made and published at the same times and in the same manner and with like effect and penalties as are now provided by law in respect of national banking associations transacting business in the same locality. Paragraph B. Whoever shall willfully violate any of the provisions of this section shall upon conviction be fined not more than $5,000 or imprisoned not more than five years or both. And any officer, director, employee, or agent of any person, firm, corporation, association, business trust, or other similar organization who knowingly participates in any such violation shall be punished by a like fine or imprisonment or both. We now go to the final section pertaining to commercial and investment banking. Section 32. From and after January 1st, 1934, no officer or director of any member bank shall be an officer, director, or manager of any corporation, partnership, or unincorporated association engaged primarily in the business of purchasing, selling, or negotiating securities, and no member bank shall perform the functions of a correspondent bank on behalf of any such individual, partnership, corporation, or unincorporated association, and no such individual, partnership, corporation, or unincorporated association shall perform the functions of a correspondent for any member bank or hold on deposit any funds on behalf of any member bank unless in any such case there is a permit therefore issued by the Federal Reserve Board and the board is authorized to issue such permit if in its judgment it is not incompatible with the public interest, and to revoke any such permit whenever it finds after reasonable notice and opportunity to be heard that the public interest requires such revocation. And those were the four provisions sections of the U.S. Banking Act of 1933 pertaining to commercial and investment banking, or more popularly referred to as the Glass-Steagall Act legislations. Thank you for listening 
and congratulations. You've just slept with Josh. But if you're still awake and waiting for the stock market to open, don't forget to also follow this podcast on your podcast player of choice and tell everyone you know that you sleep with Josh. Because at the end of the night, the more people that sleep with Josh, the better. Thank you. And good night.